Great day, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Let me ask you a question. Have you mastered the mindset that is required for abundance in every aspect of your life, your career, your family, your relationships, and your finances? If you didn't respond, yes, don't worry, you're not alone. Today on the Coffee with Rhonda show, we have one of the country's top financial advisors. We're going to talk a little bit about financial planning and what it takes to become that master in your own life. So this is the final episode of the season. Let's get started. Great day, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. We are so excited that you're here with us for another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. Um, this is episode 78, and it is the final episode of season six. So we are excited because after this, we go away for a long summer's nap, and we will reemerge in September ready to go for another season. So before we get started and introduce everyone, how about if you do me just a small favor, like and share the video. There is something in this video, I promise there will be something in this conversation that someone out there would like to hear. So liking and sharing shows that you care. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are growing our family. So with that, my name is Rhonda Y. Williams and I'm your host for the show. I am known as an R soul. Well, at least I call myself an R soul. And R soul is a recovering stressed out leader. And today I help leaders and organizations develop elite leaders at every level of the organization. So if you want to learn more about that, you can visit EliteMentorCoachingAcademy.com. With that, let's introduce our wonderful co-host. Oh, after I share what's in my cup. And Today, I have in my cup coffee with hazelnut cream and just a dash of cinnamon. So that's what I have in my cup today. So um, let's get started on our co-host, Marae, good evening to you. Welcome. Good morning, everyone. Good evening for those who are in this part of the world. This is Marae all the way from Perth, Australia. I got a greatness engineer. And you know what I focus on? I focus on helping people to step into their greatness and understand that they have, they are unlimited. I'm an engineer myself by background. I'm the CEO of MT Energy Resources. And today I'm gonna drink some hot chocolate. So I have some hot chocolate into my cup today. So welcome everyone. Awesome. Thanks so much, Marae. Marae's got hot chocolate, y'all. Okay, that's that's a good one. Um, so, Miss Roz, hello, hello to you. Be nice if I was off mute, right? 
<laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Come to you from uh, Jacksonville, Florida. I'm Ross Young, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we help expand the life of your loved one. Why do I do it? I do it to help the caregiver to reduce that SOS on their journey, which is being stressed, overwhelmed, and providing safety and security. When you can't do it all, you give yeah. us a call. So so today in, 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 in my cup, I have a little bit left of ginger tea with lemon and honey. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. And Roz is working <clears throat> on the move today. So y'all will see a little bit of movement in the background. One of the things that I love about this show is we really try to keep it real. And so Roz is out there and she's working today. So, but she's going to be dialed in and tuned in to all of the wonderful information that our special guest is about to share with us. So uh, I am super excited to welcome our guest to the uh, Coffee with Rhonda show and to the coffee table. It's a very special privilege, a selfie, to be at the coffee table. So <laughs> welcome to the show. And before you actually say anything, I'm going to actually ask everyone to just listen in. I want them to hear and learn a little bit about who you are. And then I'm going to come back and ask if there's anything that you'd like to add. And then hopefully you have your cup because we want to know what's in your cup also. So everyone, we're welcoming a selfie tailor to the coffee table. Take a listen and learn a little bit more about him. My name is a selfie tailor. I'm a financial advisor. I own a firm, Taylor Insurance and Financial Services, based in Pasadena, California. I've worked extremely hard and sacrificed a great deal to be regarded as one of the top advisors in my field. One day, many years ago, I pulled into the driveway of my million dollar home, beautiful family and all the toys I could ever want. And then it hit me. I wasn't happy. I equated success in life to achievement, making money, possession and title, not relationships, connectivity and self-love. From that day forth, I embarked upon this journey to change my life for the better and inspire others to do the same, to find the perfect balance between mind, body, money. I believe in the power of the mind and manifesting positive things in my life. I have learned to detach myself from the outcome and focus solely on the things I control in this precious present. As a fitness enthusiast who practices and teaches yoga, I have found it to be my great escape. Something that allows me to focus on myself, release all the stresses of my day, and let everything else go. As a financial advisor working towards helping my clients reach their financial goals, and as an entrepreneur actively growing my business portfolio and engaging in projects that make sense both economically and have a positive impact in the community. And most importantly, as a family man, as a father of three girls, they dance, play basketball, do gymnastics. They are always on the go. We cook, play games together, ride bikes. Every day is an adventure. It's all about engagement and spending quality time together. I'm here to impact people's lives, change the world through developing a strong mind, strong body, and financial security with your money. So many people want to improve their lives, but don't know where to start. When you know better, you can do better. Come on this adventure with me as we dive into the worlds of the rich and famous to your everyday men and women. As they reflect on their past, take account of where they are today and where they want to be in the future. 
and my role in helping them become the best versions of themselves. Wow. And so with that, we want to welcome Iselfie Taylor to the coffee table and to the Coffee with Rhonda show. Iselfie, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. So that was an amazing introduction. And we got to know a little bit about you and your journey and how you reached that level and then decided that there was something else that was missing uh, in your life and that you went for that. So is there anything else you'd like to add to that just to round out a little bit about you and the work that you do? Yeah, I think, you know, my, my platform can best be summarized is, is this, this uh, speaking to the total person, right? And obviously with 22 years of experience in finance, I've spent a lot of time helping people accumulate and, and preserve wealth. But um, like I mentioned in that piece there, money's not everything. Money does not define us, right? It, it's an important tool, but we need to have balance in our life in those three areas, in that order, mind, body, money, I believe, to really achieve the highest levels of success. Mm, wonderful. Thank you so much. So um, do, I don't know if you have a cup with you. I know you're in the hotel and on the road. I, so. I, 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 I have my, my, my trusty sparkling water. You guys uh, hold down the, uh, the coffee beans. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think with my energy, if I put more caffeine in my body, who knows what? I might be the Tasmanian devil reincarnated. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with my sparkling water, spice up, spice up my day. But nah, you, you, guys, you guys are great. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. So there's a couple of folks out there. Maria is joining us from the Netherlands. Uh, hey, Maria, great to see you out there this morning. And Chris, great to see you also. The next currency of humanity is value over money. Relationships are key in our growth and opportunities in every aspect of our lives. So Chris, absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Maria said, wow, what an intro. Absolutely. So let's dive into our conversation today, because what I want to begin with, I want to talk about something that most of us sort of um, are shy away from and avoid. Uh oh, we've got one more comment. It's Elfie, this is my mom. My mom's out there. So mom says, good morning, all. I'm excited to be celebrating the last day of the season with ice cold lemonade in my cup with fresh strawberries and blueberries and a piece of chocolate cheesecake. You go, mom. That sounds, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much um, for tuning in. Sophie, financial uh, planning and wealth building. The first question I have for you is, are they one and the same? Um, yeah, I mean, it starts with a plan. I always say, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it with amazing accuracy, right? So the first thing you have to do is declare, like, this is where I want to be and then actively work towards getting that. I think most people have no idea what they need to have saved, accumulated, and where to, to achieve financial security. And, and that's the first thing is to, is to make this, this uh, declare, make this declaration, this is where I wanna be, and this is when I wanna be there. And then the second piece after making that declaration is then you have to do the work, right? So you have this idea of where I want to be, you're 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 articulating that, and then you have to work backwards into that. Hey, I want to retire in 20 years with a hundred thousand dollars a year of income. What do I have to do between today and how and then to to give myself a chance at at that? One of the things, and and it's funny because one of the things I say a lot is how you do some things is how you do everything. It's not a matter of, of, of like how you how you live your life, your financial matters, your health and wellness, your relationships. There's 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 uh, 
correlation there, right? And and one thing that's helped me in all as- aspects of my life, finances aside, is learning to be 100% engaged in process and detaching myself from outcome. And what I mean by that is, if I say, hey, well, I recognize I need to invest my money to get ahead in life, right? And that's what I should do. If I invest my money, does that mean I'm actually going to get a positive return? Maybe, maybe not. The only thing I control is my actions. I can, I can, I can control the process whereby I diversify my portfolio. I'm investing in a variety of things in line with my time horizon, my risk tolerance, my investment objectives, but the outcome is not up to me. Whether I get 5%, 15%, 20%, or minus 10%, I don't control that. Only thing I control is my effort. And that's one of the things I would have the viewers really dive into and, and, and to, to embrace now is focus solely on process, detach yourself from the outcome, hmm. right? Because when we focus, and this is something that was very powerful that was imparted to me early in my career, is understanding the difference between goals and desires. And unfortunately, many of us will mistakenly label our desires as goals. What do I mean by that? It's my goal to buy a house. No, it's not. That's your desire to buy a house. Listen. By definition, goals are things that we work for. Goals are things that have a definitive timetable of completion. Goals are things that are 100% in our control. Desires, conversely, are things that we hope for, things that we pray for, things that do not have a definitive timetable of completion that are outside of our control. So with that said, again, it's my goal to buy a home. No, it's not. That's your desire. Do you control whether the bank approves you for the loan or not? No. Do you control whether that homeowner who's selling the house accepts your offer or not? Nope. The only thing you control is what? Your effort, right? So here's the things I control. I'm going to pay my bills on time and keep my debt to income ratio down so I have a high credit score. I'm going to save more of my money every month than I spend so that I have enough money for the down payment. You see, those are the things I control. Ultimately, whether I end up buying a house or not really isn't up to me. Whether I ultimately become a millionaire or not isn't up to me. Whether or not, even even when we talk about health and wellness, it's my goal to lose weight. No, it's not. That's your desire to lose weight. What is my goal? I'm going to go to the gym three days a week. I'm not going to eat junk food after 7 o'clock at night anymore, right? These are the things I control. Whether or not those things turn into or translate into me losing weight or not, it isn't really up to me, right? Because when you focus on the desire in and of itself, it leaves us paralyzed. I'm going to buy a house. That's my goal. Oh, but what are you actually doing? You see, so many of us get upset and we're, and, and again, I use the word paralyzed a lot because we're stuck. We're upset. But I always say you can't be upset about the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. <laughs> right? So ultimately, once I say, okay, here's where I want to be. This desire is in the, in the sky. I'm gonna, and one thing too, this desire, don't just think it. Don't even just write it down. I want you to actually verbalize it, say it. When you think something in your mind, your mind knows it's you that said it, right? So it doesn't quite believe it. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, right? When you say something out loud, your mind cannot make the distinction whether it was you that said it or somebody else. So if you literally look in the mirror and you go, man, I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm a winner. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a boss, right? If you literally ex- express those things verbally, your mind believes it. Like, man, okay, that, that sounds good. So you make these declarations and that's great. But then what I encourage everyone to do is to say, okay, this is the abstract high level where I want to be. I've uttered it. I've, I've, I've expressed it. Now let's make an action plan of what are the things I actually need to do? What are the things I actually control? 
So looping this back into financial planning, I want to retire at six years old with a million dollars, Sophie. I want to have my house paid off by the time I retire, Sophie. Oh, those are all th- great, but those are all your desires. Where I come in with my clients is then I help them map out a plan. One of the things that I find so much, and I say this a lot when I when I sit down with clients today, I find that so many people have stuff. They have stuff. They have, I've got some insurance. I've got a brokerage account. I've got a 401k. You've got stuff, but you have no plan. Mm. Right? And, and, and so, and so it, it'd be like, if I, I'm, I'm going to build a house. I got some plywood. I got some nails. I got a hammer. I got some drywall. Where are your ar- architectural designs? Where's your plan? I don't, I don't have, well, good luck by building that house. Right, so stuff in and of itself, eh, it's okay, but you actually have to have a plan. Oh my goodness, Sophie. All right, I don't even know where to start with that. Boom, can we drop the mic already with uh, 18 minutes in the show? All right, hold on. I'm gonna get a Marae let and Rob. Just, just, just let them keep talking, honey. I could just sit here and listen all day. <laughs> no, well, since you're un- unmuted, Roz, so react to some of what Selfie had to say because there was so much, so much in that. And actually, I'm thinking about myself and my life as an entrepreneur, as a you know having a career, all of these things. And I'm thinking about the plan, right? So Roz, Roz, what comes to mind for you? What comes to mind is is that I had my desires and goals mixed up on some things. Mm-hmm. What I thought was a goal was really a desire. And then what I thought was a desire was really a goal. And when you have knowledge that cleans up um, something that you didn't know, or maybe you were taught wrong, now it's up to me, as he said, to implement the plan now to make it go forward. So for me, that was huge. I'm like, okay, I messed up here. I messed up on that. I got the wrong definition on this project. I, you know, this is a goal. Now this is a desire. So I'm going through my head. I'm going through my head right now. <clears throat> and so that's probably what a lot of us do. And it's self-assessment. It's about self-assessment. So thank you so much for helping this old lady out, young man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you, Marae. Oh, my Lord. Same, you know. I, I, I think I got everything mixed up and it, it's so funny that we're talking about plans because you know when i started my journey as a, an entrepreneur it was more about passion than anything i was like okay i have the knowledge i have the network uh, you know i'm passionate about it let's just start you know my company and then yeah i i, I felt you know the uh, you know i felt so many times because I didn't have a plan. So it is important to have this plan. Yes, you have everything, you have all the tools, you know everything about you know, your subject, but uh, if you don't know where you're going, then uh, that's, uh, you're just gonna crash, you know, and, and, and I really agree with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I wanna, jump in and, I wanna jump in and say something else. When she said a plan, a lot of times when I made my plan, I listened to the wrong people. I didn't come to a subject matter expert like, Mr. Taylor, I can't pronounce your first name, so I'm gonna call you Mr. Taylor. But I, I didn't go to the subject matter expert. I went to Pookie and them and Boo Boo and them and family members that did not have, <laughs> they did not have the information, nor the knowledge, nor uh, uh, the experience in the area where I wanted to go. So mm. just like Marae, I failed. I failed the first time when I put the business out. I mean, when I say I failed, I mean, I went from the mountaintop to the valley in less than, in less than a year. 
but I came yeah. back out of the valley. I went to, you know, to the right people. And now my structure and foundation is different. So I, I want to say mm -hmm. that is that what he's saying is that sometimes we take our goals and our desires to the wrong people. Mm. So make sure you get someone that's knowledgeable in the industry, whatever, wherever you're trying to go to, yeah. to help you, you know, skip all those bad spots. Right. And, you know, not, not, not go to, um, your best, your best yeah. buddy, because she don't know. Uh, it, 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 it's so important. I mean, why, why try and re reinvent the wheel? Right. I tell people all the time, I know a lot about a little bit. I don't know everything about everything. I know a lot about a little bit and I want to surround myself with other people that know a lot about a little bit. Steve Jobs said, you don't, you don't hire smart people and tell them what to do. You hire smart people so they can tell you what to do, right? And so you say, what are the things that I need in my life, right? The areas, you know, and there's so many things. And, and, and let me, let me warn, echo this sentiment. I'm arguably the biggest failure you've ever met in your life. Every way you can fall down, trip up, mess up. I think I've experienced at least once, but I don't believe in winning and losing. I believe in winning and learning. So I figured out all the ways not to do it. And why I'm here and, and what I, I get from the sentiment from this show is that we're here to be a blessing and share to others and be what we wish we had, right? And so why why did did I have to fail and go through all the heartache I did? No, but I didn't have them. I didn't know any better. And like I said in the closing line of that 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 video clip, when you know better, then you can do better, right? And and so you have this information, I have this information, and now we're sharing it and being a light to other other people, right? So yeah, that's so important. Ooh. It's healthy. Um, so I asked a couple of my contacts on, on LinkedIn um, in preparation for you coming on the show. I said, so you have one of the top financial advisors in the country sitting in front of you. What would you ask? So I have a couple of questions that folks gave to me um, that I thought were pretty good. The first one came from Jason Hill, who is the founder of the new OWL app. And if you haven't heard of it, OWL is a networking app. It's actually very cool. It allows you to, to directly make phone calls to folks instead of you know getting on their calendars and getting in line. If they're on OWL, they set their office hours to quote on and you can just call them. It's very cool. So anyway, when I asked uh, Jason about this question, he said, his question would be, with so many financial advisors out there, all smart, all with um, the same sort of products and tools, um, what is it that you and your team do differently at, at Selfie? Why would we come to you versus someone else? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, a lot of the work that, that we do in terms of the offerings are commoditized. You can invest your money with anyone, right? You can buy insurance from anyone. You could set up a trust with anyone, why me or someone else, I really think that it comes down to relationships and understanding. And the key, the key for me in my career where, where I feel like I really took off is that I is when I stopped selling products and looked to solve problems, mm. right? If, if How would you feel about a doctor? If you walked into a doctor's office and he said, here, take this prescription and we're gonna do surgery at three o'clock, you'd go, wait, what? Like, you just want me to take this? You, you'd probably want them to sit you down ask some questions, maybe run some tests, and then come back with a, with a recommendation. So when I sit down with the client, it's that first hour, I'm just getting to know where they are in relationship to where they want to be and their goals and the like. And then based on that, then that dictates the plan. 
Ah, based on these things you're saying you want to accomplish, then here are the two or three things you should be doing. Rather than thank you for coming into my office, here's why you should invest your money in this fund. Here's why you should buy insurance here. I, I don't know whether you should buy insurance or invest or or sell your, I'd have no idea until I get to know you and, and your objectives. And then that will dictate the plan, right? And so I pride myself in my plans being quote unquote perfect, not because I'm perfect, not because any offering I have is perfect, but perfectly in line with what you say you wanna accomplish. And that is I think one key differentiator. So I would encourage all the viewers to align themselves with a team of advisors that really hears them right, that understands them and then builds plans in accordance to what they want more so than pushing their own agenda. Mm. So, okay, so we love transparency on this show, uh, a selfie. So I'm about to have a moment right now. Yep. So financial yep. planning, I don't know, it, it feels scary. It feels like, oh my gosh, it, it feels like either number one, you're gonna tell me all the things I'm not doing right, or you're gonna tell me all the stuff I need to be doing that I don't, I, don't, I may not wanna do because I'm comfortable. So what, what would you say to, to my fears? Yeah, I mean, fear is simply false expectation appearing real, right? And ultimately, if you can't get over your fear, then I encourage you to just simply do it afraid. It's something that we have to do. Right. Like, like, you know, and there's a lot of times where we'll neglect things or be like, ah, I'll come back to that later. But um, here's the deal. Every day you wait to plan, every day you wait to save, every day you wait to invest, it costs you. Right. And 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 ultimately, you will always have to pay more and you'll get less out of it by waiting. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you an analogy. Okay, and I didn't tell you I was gonna do this, Rhonda, but I came on the show today to offer you and all the listeners a job, okay? And don't worry, I'm a diplomatic boss, so I'm gonna allow you to choose the way that you get paid. You got two payment options to choose from, okay? Payment option number one, I'm gonna pay each one of you 30-day contract. I'm gonna pay you $1,000 a day for 30 days, okay? Payment option number one, $1,000 a day for 30 days. Payment option number two, I'm gonna pay you one single penny the first day, and I'll double that penny each subsequent day for the same 30 days. Which payment option do you want? Who wants $1,000 a day? No, I want number two. Okay, who wants the penny the first day and double the subsequent know. day, right? And, Rob, and for those, Rob, okay, okay, okay. And, and then for those those viewers who, who, who didn't answer, right? You, got, you, guys, you guys will work for free. You can start tomorrow, right? So let's, let's, let's go through this, $1,000 a day, $38,000 for the month, man, it seems like a good month's work, right? But taking that penny the first day and doubling it each subsequent day for the same 30 days equates to a little over $5.3 million. Where is the power in that illustration? It's not in a penny, a penny is not a lot of money. It's all wrapped up in the time. You see, if I cut that growth time from 30 days to 20 days or 20 days to 15 days, that penny's not nearly as attractive. And the same thing is true in our lives. The longer we wait to plan, it hurts us. Some listeners are like, I call BS. I don't believe that. No way. Go on your iPhone, put 0.01, right? And push times two 30 times and see what you get. So we go, okay, one penny becomes two pennies, becomes four, becomes 16. And eh, forget it, right? But a dollar becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight, becomes 16, becomes 32. 64, 125, 250, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 4,000, 8,000, 16,000, you see? So with time, even if you don't have a lot, because people go, but he's selfie. I, you know, I, I don't have all the money that I want to have to invest. I haven't paid down all my debts. My business is not quite where I want it to be, 
right? Well, we all know the only certainty in life is uncertainty. Life is never going to be exactly where you want it to be. Your business is never going to be exactly where you want it to be, and nor should it, because we're always in this growth journey, because ultimately we're, we're growing over dying. But I encourage people to, 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 and I try to meet people with where they're at. What makes sense today? What can you do today? Let's do that. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not the quote unquote ideal, right? But again, the road to walk a mile begins with a single step, right? And, and, and this is something I can, I feel like this, and I'm sure many other entrepreneurs viewing this would feel the same way, right? To some degree, I feel like, man, I feel like a bum. I feel like a failure. I feel like, man, I should be further along. But as I take inventory of from where I've come from, man, I've come, I've come a long way. And by no means am I, am I, am I finished, but just take a step. Yesterday is history. I don't care what you did yesterday, didn't do yesterday. Tomorrow is a mystery. We have no idea what's coming. But today is a gift. And that's why mm. they call it the present. So they call it the present. And, and so let's embrace this moment. Let's embrace today. Let's crush today. Let's win today. And then tomorrow will bring enough problems of its own, right? And, and my, my idea is, is look, and, and look, does that mean you're going to reach the highest of all heights in time? I don't know. But I'll tell you this, if you aim for the moon and fall short, you'll still hit the stars. You'll be better off than you otherwise would have been, right? For sure. Wow. It's LP. So um, Roz and Marae, if either of you have a, a question or anything you want to add, please jump in. Maria is out there responding and she said she wants the penny a day. Um, and then Joe Beck has a question for us. She said, being in the human services field for a few decades, many of us are more in debt and make little to get out of it. Can a financial advisor help with people in the front line? And she said, I'm talking about people making less than $20 an hour. Yeah, I mean, financial security is all relative. Uh, interestingly enough, the way that our country is designed, the way our system is designed, is that money gets money, right? And the more money you have, the more income you have, the better your credit is, the more that's given to you, the more opportunities are given to you, the more commit. And what we've seen in this last two years in this COVID era, if you will, is the divide between the haves and the have nots has actually even increased. Because if you had money, coming in that in COVID, you made stock market, meteoric rise, real estate prices crazy. But if you didn't yet have a home, if you didn't have money in the market, you were pushed further down. One of the beautiful things that I do like about this country, though, is that your, your start doesn't dictate your finish and that you can change your stars. There's many other places in the world that if you're born into poverty, that is where you stay. And that's not true in this country, right? And I'm not saying that that it's equal. I'm not saying we all get a fair shake. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you do have an opportunity to change your stars, right? You can have a, a, a mom who was a school teacher and a dad who was a custodian, and you can become a millionaire, right? And as again, there's a lot of places in the world where that, that can't happen. It's a bigger challenge, right? But here's the one thing I'll tell you with my 22 years of experience. I've sat down with clients that never made more than 100 grand a year that retire multimillionaires. I've also mm-hmm. sat down with clients that make more than a hundred grand a month that live paycheck to paycheck, that retire broke. So it's not a matter of what you make, it's what you keep, right? So I would say, look, I don't make a lot. I make 20 bucks, I make 30 bucks an hour. Then I have to say, okay, it's a matter, matter of managing my expenses. And I get it, it's not, it's not easy, but ultimately I want to spend less than I make and then put my money to work, right? And, and, and again, um, to the frontline workers out there, look, everyone has a role. I'm no better than anyone else for what I do. But, but again, I would, I would take inventory. Okay, where are you today? Where do you want to be today? 
let's 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 take a look at these things and here's one thing i'll say right oh but he's selfie i can't i can't invest i can't invest you got direct tv yeah you got direct you got that you got right i see that i see that i see that i see that gucci bag though i see that those brand new those, the brand new brand new tennis shoes i see that every every time i see you seem to have a brand it really comes down to prioritization and and this is the one thing that i'll, I'll tell people pay yourself first and here's my thing if you won't save when you make 50 grand a year you won't do it when you make 100 you won't do it when you make 500 you won't do it when you make a million how you do some things is how you do everything right mm. and so maybe i don't have a lot maybe it is 100 bucks a month that is all i can do right but i call it the latte factor we're talking it's funny that we're talking about cups of coffee who how many of us go into starbucks and spend eight ten bucks a day on starbucks or picking up a cup of coffee and a bagel. 10 bucks a day is $300 a month, guys. $300 a month compounded in an investment account at an 8% return over time. If you started when you're 30, you retire a millionaire. And so we don't think about that because we're like, buddy, Sophie, I don't have millions of dollars to invest. Maybe you don't, maybe it's pennies a day, but you're putting it away. And over time, given given the time horizon, it can, it can, it can equate mm-hmm. to a great amount. The challenge is, is you, you can't wait, right? Because again, the 21 year old viewer, they can literally put a hundred bucks a month away and literally retire a millionaire. But if I'm 50 and my time horizon is shorter, well then I can't put a hundred dollars a month away and get the same outcome because I have less time. So I've got to really step up and put as much away as I can. But again, I don't care what you didn't do 10 years ago, what you didn't do yesterday. What makes sense today? What can you do today? And let's start there, do that. I love that. So, Joe Beth, I hope that was helpful. And I was also thinking about that penny analogy that you use, right? So maybe I only make 20 bucks an hour. But if if that penny can be compounded, then even if I put away the $5 or $10 or whatever, I love that your idea of starting now. So, Roz and Marae, I want to get you all to react to anything that was said. And we're going to do the Greatness Minute and come back and talk more about the mindset mm-hmm. that is absolutely necessary for us to build. Rod, I was going to say what, what I'm hearing him say is never too late. As we grow older, we figure, well, I didn't get it done when I was in my 20s. I didn't get it done when I was in my 30s. And when we get to our 40s, we're like, well, I'm I'm a, I'm a do with what I got. But the, but you still have a choice. You still have options. And just you know, I want to let people know that age shouldn't play a factor in what he's saying. You still have time. We still have hope. There's there's options. There's possibilities. So I just that's that's what I'm hearing. Because a lot of times as people get older, oh, I miss my opportunity. I miss my chance. No, you still have a chance. That's what I've learned. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Rod. Yeah, you still have a chance, but you got to make the choice, right? You have to choose different actions and start today. So, Marae, you were going to add. No, I just wanted to to make a point on, uh, and and I think that's probably for the next you know next bit, which is the mindset, because in a lot of you know in a lot of culture, money is still a taboo. You know, you you not you know you're not even uh, you're not even comfortable to tell somebody how much you earn, or even when somebody asks you the question you're very uncomfortable and let alone you know budgeting so it is you know it is definitely a blockage for a lot of you know a, a lot of you know in certain culture and how do we get over this blockage because it, it actually create a 
that's what creates the problem because you you can't you don't want to talk about money so you don't plan anything financially the only thing you you know uh you, you do is just spend or save so you don't oh. really know no, what I, to I, do in I, between I, so that's that's I, really still a, a, a key challenge that i really want to address here yeah and one thing again, I want to speak to and and understanding this, um, everyone should know this. If you don't, the definition of insanity, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So again, if I make twenty dollars an hour, and I can't, and I'm struggling to pay my bills, I'm struggling to stay ahead. If I keep doing what I've always done, I'm going to continue to get what I've always had. You must change. You must do something different. If you continue to do the same thing and think like one day you're, you know, you're gonna snap your fingers and life will be glorious. No, you have to change, right? And 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 look to do something, you know, something different. Um, mm. Yeah. No, that's good. Let's go to the greatness minute, and then when we come back, let's talk more about this mindset piece and how that translates to actually doing, um, because I do think that's one of the areas that. Um, is going to be critical for us. If we can share any message with our audience, it is it begins first up here in the mind and that shift and then the doing. So let's do the greatness minute first. Hello, everyone. This is Mireille, the greatness engineer with you today. Welcome to the greatness minute. Today, I want to talk about uh, the power of the awareness of being great. Are you aware of your greatness? That's the first question. That's the question that I want to ask you. And do you know by just using two powerful words before anything that you want, you can manifest whatever you want, whatever you think about it, whatever you believe. And those two words are I am. The power of I am is just tremendous. So make sure you understand that through the I am, the power of those two words, you can actually start the manifestation process of your greatness. So I'm not going to be long. I just want to ask you, I'm going to leave you with homework today. Starting today or tomorrow, wherever you are, take 10, 15 minutes of your day and think about five things you want to manifest in your life and then write them down by starting with I am. Do this consistently for 30 days and let me know what happened in your life. So I want you to remember the power that you have by using I am to start the manifestation process and to lead you to the greatness that you're looking for. That's all that I have for you today. Have a great day. Bye. So I love that because I think it's a perfect segue into where we are. We're talking about shifting from desires to actual goals in order to manifest what you want. And so, um, so as Sophie, as we think about this, is there is mindset the key difference between reaching those higher levels of success and abundance and wealth? Oh, wait, first I have to back up for a second. You talked about COVID. Um, and one of the questions I got from uh, one of my LinkedIn connections, his name is Gabriel uh, Rosemond. He said, <clears throat> coming off of COVID, the housing market has just gone crazy, at least here in the States. And for many people of color, 
that's one way that they try to build wealth or, you know, that sort of thing. So many people today feel like wealth is beyond their reach. They can't afford to buy a home anymore. Is that what you're seeing? And 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 do you have any thoughts on um, speaking to that? Yeah, and it's perfect segue into mindset. Number one, those that think they can do something and those that they think they not do something are both usually right. Mm. So if I say I'm not, never going to buy a house, probably never going to buy a house. If I say I'm going to buy a house, then I'm going to find out a way to buy a house. Again, like even even me, right? Like my, my first home that I bought, I was 23 years old. Um, I literally went from college to moving back home to buying my house. I never so much had paid rent and I got a mortgage payment and I was like, like, scared out of my mind right and and literally today my mortgage is 10 times more today than what it was when i bought my my first house and i'm like i'm, I'm comfortable with it because i've i've learned to become comfortable in the uncomfortable hmm. when you work out and and you ever work out or run or something and you're sore the reason you're sore is because you're literally tearing your your muscles and and as they are rebuilding on top of each other you're growing you're getting stronger and so this 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 path to success is not an easy one it's not going to be full of joy it's not going to be it's not going to be uh devoid of of, of some pain and some some struggle but 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 that's part of the the, the, the journey right if it, if it were easy right if it were easy and comfortable and came to you everybody would own home everybody would be successful and they're just not Right. And so I, I believe that the most successful people in life are simply those who can endure and who can push through the pain. Right. Mm. You know, and there's a lot of us that we hit we hit a wall or we hit a pain point. We go, ah, that's I can't. Right. And I stop. Right. But then you push through that. Even for me, I, I, I grew up as a collegiate athlete. You know, I played basketball in college and I remember doing trainings and coach was like, all right, we have to run, you know, five miles. I'm like, oh, my God, five miles because I'm not a runner. And I'm running and invariably in that first mile, my chest, my heart feels like it's gonna jump out of my chest and I've got cramps and I wanna stop. And my mindset was like, do not stop. And what happened, I don't know whether the pain went away or I just embraced it and, and just absorbed it, but I always finished, right? And it's the same thing in life, like as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, like I have failed so much. So I'm not here like mightier than thou, like, oh guys, everything I've, always touches turn to gold, like <laughs> on the contrary, no. But what I what I have experienced and what I would encourage the, the viewers to is, to is to press on in spite of. So yes, have prices gone up? Yes, have interest rates now recently risen? Yes, and, and maybe can I buy that three bedroom, two bath house at the end of the cul-de-sac that I've always wanted? May, no, <laughs> maybe that's not where you start. Maybe I start with the two bedroom, one bathroom condo right but get in the game right get in the game i bought my first house when i was 23 and by 27 i owned 15 properties in large part because as i bought my first house at this level as it grew in value i was able to take that equity and buy other properties right so even though that first house wasn't my dream house even when i bought it i wasn't like this is where i'm going to be for the next 30 years but it was just a a, a jump off a jump off point mm really powerful and thank you for that response because i'm hearing it so much so i have um one of my sons and and you know he's sort of hitting that uh point in his career where he's growing and and we're talking about him and his future wife and we're looking at the housing market and there he's like holy cow rent has almost doubled 
mortgage rates are going up and everything is pretty close to doubled. So they're looking and trying to figure out what their path is. And I appreciate you saying it doesn't matter where it is today. Just get in the game, get in where you fit in, right? Is the term I like to say, mm -hmm. get in where you fit in. If you can't buy the house that you want, then buy a different house. Because what mm -hmm. I'm hearing is selfie is people saying, we need to wait for the market to cool. We need to wait to things to change. And I hear you say that the more you wait, it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you just got to, you know what happens? If you take a frog and you put a frog in boiling hot water, that frog will jump right out. But if you take that frog, that same frog, and you put him in lukewarm water and turn up the heat, next thing you know, he's cooked. And this is what happens to a lot of us. We get in our comfort zone. And we feel good and it's comfortable and the heat gets turned up and turned up and turned up and eventually we're cooked we're dead we 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 got priced out and so meaning like oh i'm renting and one year becomes five years becomes 20 years one of the greatest to your point one of the greatest means of accumulating wealth in this country is through is through real estate right and 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 interestingly enough you talk about you know rental prices going up home prices there's something called the affordability index and this is something a lot of people don't think about well, I'm paying $2,500 a month in rent. Paying $2,500 in rent is like financing a $600,000 property. So essentially, when I'm paying $2,500 in rent, I'm paying the mortgage on a $600,000 home. And depending mm -hmm. on where you live, you might find that the cost to buy a house, right, is not too dissimilar from the cost to rent one, right? And, and, and even for me, what I did, I was a kid, I was 23 years old. I bought a four-bedroom house. I, I, I lived in one of the rooms and I rented the other three rooms to my friends. And, and, mm -hmm. and I let them pay a good portion of that mortgage. They were paying like 70% of the mortgage, right? Now, ultimately, when the buck stopped, it fell on me, right? If they all ditched me, I had to, I had to, to, to pay it. But, you know, there's, there's three things that work in life. People at work, money at work, and other people's money at work. And to get ahead in life, you really need to maximize the latter two. You want your money working for you because your money doesn't get sick. Your money doesn't get tired. Your money doesn't need to go on vacation. It can work, 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 and work. And you want other people's money working for you. You want to leverage. J. Paul Getty was the first recorded billionaire in United States history. He came up with the wealth building principle. Stated simply, I'd rather earn 1% effort from 100 people than 100% of my own. Right? So does your son have the 500000 in cash right now to go buy a house free and clear? Maybe he doesn't. But he doesn't need it. Because the FHA lending limits, depending on where he's at, he might be able to get into a house for as little as 3% down. So that $500,000 property, his down payment's 15 grand. Can he scrounge that around? Huh? A little easier than 500,000, I'll tell you that, right? And again, is that the, the, the end all? No, but maybe that $500,000 house in 10 years worth 650. And, he, and he's paid that mortgage down from 500 to 400. And now he's got a quarter million to go buy the million dollar house down the road, you see, and that's the game. But if you never get in the game, right, you, 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 you can't, you can't win. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Mm, wow. Ooh, there's a lot, there is a lot here. And, um, as we, Raj, you're shaking your head. And, <laughs> are you okay? You okay over there? <laughs> Call the paramedics. I need to be resuscitated. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was younger. <laughs> I need some chest compressions right now. My heart is just like fluttering. I mean, this is 
I love this show, and I'm going to say this. I love this show because of people like Mr. Taylor. Because not only is it for the people that are listening, but it's also for us. Don't think that we don't sit here, and even after the show is over, we talk about what this has done to change our lives. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's for it's for the it's for us the 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 co-host the host as well as for the people so i i thank you i thank you i thank you yeah yeah and and i know my 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 name is challenging but the easiest way i tell people think of a selfie like you're taking a photo then put an e in front e selfie e selfie my my father my father is from ghana okay west, thank you ghana thank west, you. ghana west ghana west africa so my name e selfie means son of god so Got a lot to live up to. I gotta gotta stick with that one. But um, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Iselfi. So one one Thank last you. piece um I really want to cover um with you is you talk about um so you've got a new show coming out first of all congratulations on that it looks yeah. amazing and um and I I was I'm always on your I was on your website and of course sort of scouting around and scrounging and you've got some amazing people that you're interviewing on this new show that you have coming up yeah. so. You're interviewing David Hasselhoff, Caesar Milan, who I love. If you all don't know Caesar, the dog whisperer, oh my gosh, I used to absolutely love that show. Ray Lewis, um, Jordan Sparks, right? Uh, D'Anthony Melton. Um, I just, I'm wondering, what's this show about? Is it the mind body connection? And, and is, is it about their wealth abundance or their journey? Yeah, it's uh, all of the above. It's about everyone's journey. And so, I, I feel like I'm uniquely positioned and as the first 30 seconds of that montage, that video, I spent the, the, the better part of the beginning of my career chasing the dollar, chasing the fame, chasing chasing the accolades. And and I, like graduating college at 22 years old, I said, by 25, I'm gonna be a millionaire. That's like, I was dead set on it, right? Took me a little longer, but by 27, I did it. By 27, graduated with $100 in my checking account. By 27, I was a millionaire. Right. I've got a family, I've got a daughter. And then and then it hit me. I'm like, oh, I've made all, everything about life, about achieving this number and this success. And I, I guess I have it and I'm not happy. Right. And 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 it's really I had to back up and it's mind, body, money. And so this this show is really a follow doc and it goes through my journey as a as a father. Right. You say I got the three daughters as a father as and, you know, I was married before going through divorce, you know, co-parenting and how that works. And I know many viewers can relate to that, you know, starting a business, failing, right? I said I was a millionaire, lost it all at 30 in the, dot, in the, in the crash in 2008, made it all back, right? Had to start my own company again nine years ago, had to start over again. And so it's not just been the story of like affluence and wealth and success. It's been a story of winning, losing, winning, losing, but not stopping. And so it's interesting. I, I feature people on the show from, you know, A-list celebrities that you watch on TV, watch the movies, you know, that you idolize all the way down to regular people like you and I and their journey. And, and it's interesting because it's all the same. We're all in the same, right? Like Ray Lewis first ballot, ballot Hall of Famer. He's not worried about football. He's talking about, man, raising his kids and thinking like, man, did I give them too much too early? I always even said spoiled is what you get, not how you act. And me being the father of daughters, mm -hmm. I'm realizing like, dang, you know, have I done too much? Am I raising my girls the right way? And I'm thinking, and, and one thing, and this has just literally hit me like in the last like month, we are all damaged. We are all scarred. We are all, we all face trauma. And a good part of that trauma 
comes from our parents. It comes from our upbringing. It comes from our environment. And, and, the, and the one thing that I've realized that I have grace for my parents is that I believe they did the best that they could with what they had and what they knew at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, was that the best thing for me? I don't, I don't know. Right. And, and I feel so blessed to have this realization because as I'm in the middle of this journey, raising my daughters, I'm realizing like, let, let my daughters tell it I'm harming them in some way, or I'm damaging them somewhere. I don't understand them. Right. So having this, having grace for my parents, as I want grace for me and, and unpacking this and, and thinking like, it's really like, how, why are we the way we are? Right. And we talked about that. You said that Roz is this self-reflection and not, not through a cloudy lens of like either not really looking at ourselves or thinking like, no, I'm perfect or I don't need to change or, or I can't change, but really being vulnerable and saying, okay, I've got some great things and I've had some great experiences. I've had some crappy ones and some horrible things and that your past doesn't dictate your finish, right? Your start doesn't dictate your finish going, okay, how can I embrace and continue to perpetuate the things that, that I do well and the blessings that I have? And how can I learn from the, the, the failures? How can I, how can I, you know, even relationships, right? People will come, people will go. But, but when someone leaves your life, right? It doesn't mean your life is over. It means their part in your journey is over. You got to keep going, right? And so these are the things that I, that I'm learning. I had a a call earlier today and someone asked me, Silphy, have you always been this way? No, right? Like, no, I, I had to be broken first. I had to fall down first. And yes, I've always had positive vibrations, but the, the, the wisdom simply is coming with time and experience. And the wisdom is that I don't have all the answers. The wisdom is that I'm not perfect. At 25 years old, I would tell you, I know everything. I told you I'm the man. I'm, but today at 44, I'm like, I have, I have no clue. What's tomorrow going to bring you, Sylvie? I don't know. I'm just along for the ride, right? But here's <laughs> what I am going to do. I'm going to do the best I can every single day. I'm going to mm-hmm. give 100% into everything that I do. I'm going to detach myself from the outcome. And the reason this is so important as it relates to mind, body, and money is just not a money thing. But he still, if he knows it's money, I'm a miserable, nasty person. I need money. If you're a miserable, nasty person, I gave you $10 million. You used to be a miserable, nasty person with $10 million. Money doesn't change who we are. It just accentuates who we are. It sheds a light on who we are. We need this first. Mind strong, it's first, right? That's why I say every day of my day, life rather is the best day, best day of my life because I'm manifesting positivity. Doesn't mean everything happens well for me, but it, it means that I'm gonna embrace every moment of my life and learn from it. My body, health and wellness, so important to me. You saw in that video, you know, I'm a brand ambassador and spokesmodel for Lululemon. I teach yoga, move because health is so important. And our body, we we one think we okay. It's our body, our diet's what we eat. Our diet isn't only what we eat; it's what we watch. It's who we listen mm-hmm. to. You mentioned this, Roz. Mm-hmm. It's who you surround yourself with, right? Mm-hmm. And that's our diet. It's our body. Nobody was ever on their deathbed wishing they had more money, right? You have to take care of your body and your wellness first. Mindset strong, body is strong. Then I can go make the money. Then I'll go make the money. But when mm-hmm. I'm focusing on money alone, right? Focusing on fame alone, focusing on accolades alone, you're going to be empty. And that's why there's so many wealthy people, billionaires even, that are so miserable and nasty. Mm-hmm. I had a client meeting last year at this beautiful condo complex in Century City in Los Angeles. 
And I'm walking into my client goes, did you hear what happened here last week? And I'm like, no, he goes, a billionaire guy jumped off the roof, killed himself. And when you think about that, what could that person not have purchased with money? Right? He could have bought any house, any car, any woman, anything that he wanted with money except for happiness. Right? And, and there's something called the happiness quotient. At the time the study was done, I think the number was 73,000. And, and if you adjust for inflation, it's like 92 grand today. But the idea is that once you're making that sum of money, making more money doesn't make you any happier. Yes, you can buy a bigger house or maybe drive a nicer car, or go to better restaurants or wear fancier clothes, but you won't be happier because at that level, you can afford food, clothing, shelter, and transportation. So when people really embrace, like, embrace the power of positive mindset, embrace the power of health and wellness, and you really do that, then the money will come. That's that's why I have this show, Mind Body Money, mindbodymoney.com for details there. And that's why I developed an app. I have an app on the app store entitled Mind Body Money, the same, mind.body.money with videos and tutorials on these things, on affirmations, health and wellness tips, and money tips. Because again, I think every person on this show today, whether you you know, whether you're a co-host with me or, or you're watching, we all want to be better. Right. We all want to be better, but to to want something in and of itself and not know what the path looks like, again, is paralyzing. So I don't want to only inspire people like be the best version of yourself. Yeah, Sylvie, that sounds great. But practically speaking, what do I actually do? Like, how how do you do it? And so that's what was missing for me. 22 years old. I want to take over the world. You're going to do it, Sylvie, 100 percent. Okay, Sylvie, how? I don't know. I, know I, I didn't know. And that's that's why I want to be here and be a blessing. So I appreciate you guys so much for having me on and giving oh me this platform God. to share. That was absolutely amazing. So um, we're not going to have time for our top two guys. But listen, this conversation was so important and so powerful. But we have to have time for our coffee shot. So a selfie, get your sparkle water and hold oh, it up oh. next to you in the image. All right. And this becomes our post-production shot. Got it. Thank you so much. And so um, such this, a powerful oh, oh, conversation. Oh. Oh, say that, Roz. Say that again. No, I was telling you, Selfie, I have a problem with his show and, I, and, and he needs to do this for it to be an award winning show. You have to have the coffee with Rhonda team on there for it to be an award winning show. Hey, hey, see, see, season two, season two, we're coming. All right. Okay. All right. We we are looking forward to it. So we've got a couple of folks out there earlier. Joe Beth said, yes, that conversation helped. I believe people, including myself, get to get past fear, show up and pride to allow someone to see your finances and help. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Joe Beth, so important for us to be be transparent and open and ask for the help we need. David uh, is out there. Hey, David, he said peace of mind is important. And he said, I will watch the replay. Absolutely, because there is a ton. If you're out there watching and you have not shared this video yet, please do so. Really, really powerful conversation. Um, I know a lot of folks tend to watch us on replay. Joe Beth says, I need to switch my thinking. Don't wait until you have enough money to plan and save. Don't wait for some imaginary goal in my head. Start where I am and build on that so I can make the goal a reality. You know what, Joe Beth, if you took that away from that and that is something that will be impactful for you, then that is absolutely amazing. And she also said, thank you so much, ladies. I truly enjoy and value listening and learning from you. Absolutely. And thank you for being here. With that, we're going to move to wrap up. And uh, SLP, I'm going to just 
ask you to just wrap up for us in a second and share the final takeaways that you want people to leave these conversation with. And we'll do that right after this. This what's in your cup segment is about what, what did we pour into people today? What are they taking away from this conversation? So really quickly, Roz, let's get your final takeaway. Marae, then yours. We're going to wrap with a selfie's takeaway uh, for everyone out there. Roz? A selfie is the only person that has kept us silent for the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we too busy learning and jotting down notes and I can't, I just stopped trying to write notes. I was like, you know what? It's all about the replay for me. <laughs> we have never been this quiet in the four years we've been together ever. But it's all and it was it's good. All good. It was good. All right. Thank it's, you so it's, much. It's good, let, it's, it's good to let somebody pour into us. That's what I mm -hmm. wanted to say. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Marae. Uh, I love what Rose just said. I've never been so quiet as well. So, no, but uh, I, I think, you know, we, we just have to get in the game. Just, you know, that's that's the key thing. We can't disqualify ourselves or just find excuses. So, but there's so much. I don't know what to, you know, what to take away, but I think that's the strong one uh, for me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marae. And Sophie, what do you want to pour in everyone's cup as the final takeaway for the show? And don't forget to mention again your website. Yeah, um, I, I, I want to encourage everyone, and Roz alluded to this, surround yourself with people that are doing the things you want to do and living the life you want to live. And because those people will never stop you. Those people will never tell you you can't. Um, Theodore Roosevelt reminds us that it is not the critic that counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without air and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best in the end knows the triumph of high achievement and at the worst if he fails at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls that neither know victory or defeat it is not the critic that counts i don't care what someone's telling you the only people telling you to not do things or not try in life are people who are too afraid to do something themselves you will never meet a successful person in any arena who who will not also tell you a story of failure and massive disappointment right yet they persist yes yet you must persist so again i'm at e sophie taylor on a variety of social media outlets instagram facebook linkedin um the show is called mind body money so mindbodymoney.com uh, will be out this summer um so i'll be making an announcement on the network will be airing and then you can also download the app on the app store of mind.body.money Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us at the coffee table at Selfie. It's been such a pleasure uh, having you. We've learned so much. 
And I think we all have our marching orders and our homework. We've got a lot to do to start making that change and impact in our lives. For everyone out there, it has been an amazing season. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode and another season with us. We look forward to coming back next season. We'll be doing replays all during the off season. So we'll still be here. We just won't be here live as we're on our break. So for everyone out there, don't forget to take the little steps to make an incredible impact in your day. Roz, Marae, you, you ladies rock. Thank you so much for being here and just really rolling through this as we continue to grow and learn together. So for everyone, we'll see you next season. For my co-host and my guests uh, in our private chat, we'll see you in the debrief room in just a second. For everyone else out there, stay tuned and we'll get see you next season. Oh.